You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. I was like, come on, let's bring it. You gotta bring yeah. it. Yes. No, That's you incredible. did that. like saying to me, you gotta bring it, and I'm like, yeah, you gotta bring it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is the Nikki and Bree Show. What up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Nikki and Bree Show. And today we have Melora Hardin. You know her as an actress, artist, singer, director, and of course, was my husband's Dancing with the Stars partner three seasons ago now. Wow. I know, right? Went so fast. Bree and I are super excited to have her on the show because I am dying to see her latest movie out called Golden Vanity. And you could also see another movie she's starring in, Mr. Monk's Last Case, a Monk movie, which is now streaming on Peacock. Well, Bree, I say, I mean, we just bring her right in and get to it. Let's do it. 
Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I feel like it's been so long. Yes, it's been a while. Well, Melora, we're so happy to have you on. Thank you. So happy to be here. And I've never met you, Bree. So very nice to meet you. I know. And it's crazy because I feel like I know you from just Dancing with the Stars. Right. Right. It's crazy. I I always forget that I never go to the shows. Right. But I feel like I know all of Artem's partners. Well, and Bree and I were just saying how crazy that yours has already been three seasons ago. We were just talking about that. I'm like, that's just gone by so fast. I know. I so long ago. It's like, it feels in a weird way like yesterday. And yet, it no, it feels also like I'm lost. Oh, right. oh my gosh. You since then got married. And so little Mateo must be, what is he now? Like three? Three. Oh, he my- turned three the end of July. Wow. And it is weird, the jump from, I feel like, two to three. Yeah. He just is, I look at him, I'm like, you're, you're a little boy. Yeah. This was the first season. So Artem still had to leave the end of August, but they didn't start later because of the strike. So they didn't know about air dates. Right. So they just finished last week. And this was a very hard season on Mateo as far as daddy being gone. It was like, Um, he recognized it so much. So. He would always to even my sister and I both like, where's daddy? When's daddy coming home? Right. And he's in school now. So it's like, we can't just go hang out in LA. Right. But yeah. And I think next year will be easier because then we could talk to him about things. It could be more understanding. But this year was just so hard. Yeah. You could tell it was hard on him. Right. But you know, we never got to talk about your season and then I want to get into your movies, but you guys crushed it your season. Aww. And you brought out such an entertaining side of Artem. I agree. It was the first time I saw Artem so animated. Yes. Like you could right. really feel his facials. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. usually dance is pretty, like so serious, right? Totally. <laughs> yes. True. It's true. I was like, come on, let's bring it. You got to bring yeah. it. Yes. No, That's you incredible. did. That. It's like saying to me, you got to bring it. And I'm like, yeah, you got to bring it too. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's it. That's actually incredible. That is. And you saw it. He, You guys had just such fun dances. So entertaining. Yeah, we had a good time. We really did. Such an oh. amazing dancer. My God, what an amazing dancer he is. Wow. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because when you do watch this season, like this season when we were watching, I was like, Artem for the men, he does stick out so much. Like just how he dances and his elegance right. and he's just very distinct in that way. I'm always blown away by the posture. I'm like, I need to learn posture like that. <laughs> yeah. It's always like perfect. Yeah. Well, you guys are so athletic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but I feel you. like wrestling's broken my back. I'm like, ugh, it's well, made me, ugh, I got to straighten. I got to dance. Got to keep yeah. the shoulders yeah. back. But I am so excited to talk to you about Golden mm-hmm. Vanity. It is absolutely incredible that you star in the movie you directed the movie correct no i didn't direct the movie no it was written for me by these two first-time filmmakers max abram and taylor minus and they had seen me in other work that i'd done and they just thought that they had actually heard some old tapes that judy garland had made right before she died and they got really inspired by these tapes and they wrote like when they were like 26 years old you guys they wrote this incredible screenplay for me having never met me just hoping, fingers crossed, that they could get it to me. And then unbeknownst to them, I had taken multiple one-person show writing classes because I really wanted to do a one-person show. And my agent knew that about me. So he got it to me and said, you should read this. And I did. And then I took a meeting with Max and Taylor and thought, 
okay, well, you know, we'll see, right? Like, are they going to be able to be collaborative? You know, you just don't know with first-time filmmakers. And they were so smart. They had such vision for this piece. They were so excited about me and excited. And I was so excited about their screenplay. Anyway, I said yes. And Max directed it. Taylor produced it. And I star in it. Just me. So it's the oh. first one-woman movie oh. ever, which is... Oh, my gosh. That is, that is incredible. That gave me Congratulations. Yeah, Thank congrats you. on that. Was it hard to do that? How much time goes into doing a one-woman movie? Well, we rehearsed for two weeks, kind of like you would do a play pretty intensely. And then we shot the entire thing in five days. <gasps> this wow. Is a, this is a micro-budget indie film. When I tell you micro-budget, I mean they made the whole film for $150,000 and I made about a dollar. And I'm not joking. This is a true passion project. (laughs) Oh, but I love that. I feel like all passion projects, it feels like your best work. You know, for it to be a passion project, right? You have to be pretty passionate about Mm -hmm, it. And I was very passionate about the, about just the opportunity to, to put something on film that was a one person show and to embody all of these incredible characters. Of course, the star of it is Mabel Montgomery Mayflower, but she brings out all these characters in her life for you to get familiar with so that she can actually set the record straight once and for all and tell it like she wants it told rather than everybody telling it for her. I love that. And I mean, and my next question was going to be to let our listeners know exactly what the golden vanity is about, but that's, yeah, you just pretty much said that. Well, I I can do a little better than that. I'll, I'll, so it's, it's set in 1967. It's a fictitious movie star, Mabel Montgomery Mayflower, who's kind of on the downslope of her career she flees the Golden Movie Awards being chased by the police and she barricades herself inside of her mansion and decides to record her life story before it's too late. And in doing so, she kind of moves from being a background character in her own life to the star of her real life. She's been a star of stage and screen, but mostly screen. And it's really funny. It's dark. It's tragic. It's a really wonderful, wonderful film. And, and it's really exciting because we're here in Los Angeles. Anybody that's in Los Angeles listening to this, for one week, we're, we're doing 21 showings for seven days at the Cine Lounge Sunset. Oh, and nice. It's so cool to be in Hollywood on Sunset for seven mm-hmm. days, but 21 opportunities. And again, the only way anyone's finding out about the film right now is through me. <laughs> wow. Because we have yet to find a distributor. We are going to find one for sure. But so, yeah, if you want to be on the real cutting edge and you're like a real Melora Harden fan, this is the way to uh, to come and, and support me and just uh, support indie film, really great indie filmmaking. I love that. I love indie films. Oh, me too. They're so great. And how does that process work? Like trying to find distribution? Do you guys just like give the movie? Is it to different like networks or how does that work? Well, what we've been doing is we've been, it's been going on the festival circuit. So we've been so far to four festivals and we've won five awards, three best actress awards, two audience awards and one best narrative feature award. So we're doing pretty damn good there on the festival circuit. That's exciting. And I think that means something to the distributors. Obviously, they look at that. They, mm-hmm. I think they're especially attracted to when we get audience awards because these are people that come to these festivals. They, they're not being paid by anybody. They don't have any reason to be there or to vote for the audience award except to say, you know, wow, we love this. And because it is a one woman movie and because it is the first time that's happening and kind of quirky, 
I'm sure distributors would be like, yeah, but are people going to want to sit through a one woman movie for 83 minutes? And I think that the audience awards are saying, yeah, they do. And not only do they, but they're enjoying it. They're applauding it. They're giving it awards. So that's one way. And then, and yeah, we do have a, we have a, you know, there's, and that's really how we have found, there are a couple distribution companies right now, checking it out, sniffing it out. And they have found it through the festivals or people that have come to the festivals that have told them about it. I love that. I can't, I mean, I'm excited because you guys sent us over a link to watch. Yeah. Sabrina, and I just got that today. So I am definitely watching that this week because oh. I can't wait. Well, I hope you guys watch it together. Because Oh, yeah, movie. we're going to. It's a cool movie to watch as women. <laughs> and it's so our vibes, like okay, where good. it takes place, the meaning. I love because we watched the trailers. So when you open up with that yeah. Marilyn Monroe quote, I was like, <laughs> yeah. that gave oh, us shit. goosebumps. Yeah, that oh. was incredible. Right. I mean, did you feel when you filmed this movie that you are almost telling stories of actresses from back in that day? Yeah, you know, it does feel that way. It feels like, you know, there was, it is that sort of chew them up and spit them out kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really, what's so interesting is that it's it's set in 1967, but I think it's really relevant to today. Mm-hmm. And I think that just, you know, not just in our industry, but in in so many industries it's sort of like women get put on a pedestal and then they get sort of torn down and and sort of thrown away discarded when they're no longer useful to the larger corporation or the larger structure you know business structure that has needed them to be sort of the bright shining light and she's Mm -hmm. such a you know really interesting example of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah And I so agree with that. I mean, that's so true for our time now. Oh, it is. I mean, even this year we turned 40 and it is weird how, like, especially because of social media, fans will have pictures of you in your prime. And when they come to a sign-in or something, they're giving you a picture of you like from over a decade ago. And I'm like, well, that doesn't look like me now, but (laughs) like, I hope you're still happy, but it is weird. The insecurities that it can all bring you and you start to see yourself booking less gigs and the first thing I think as a woman, you're thinking, I'm always thinking like, is it my age? Do they not think I'm hip or cool? Or I do look so different from a 20 year old. Like it, it's, it's called life. You just have well, to accept it. <laughs> you both are so beautiful. You don't oh, even think about you. that. But thank you. I think it is a real thing. And I think that it's, I think it's important. I mean, I started acting professionally when I was six years old. So I've been seeing myself wow. screen aging since <laughs> 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 I was six. And it is really interesting because every time, like right now I have a, a movie on uh, Peacock called Monk's Last Case. And this was a character that I, you know, originated in the third season of Monk, which we shot the last episode 14 years ago. Oh my so, God. Wow. So it was, you know, it was a long, long time ago, but also for a long time um, through my, I guess it was like, yeah, through my 30s was really when I was doing that show. It's just so interesting. And I, I think we all have to have such thick skin, you know, in a weird, in a way, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, even when I was doing Dancing with the Stars, you know, like there were a lot of women that would write in and say, you know, you've given me like a push to feel like I can do something because mm-hmm. when the show is 54 or something was, yeah, 54 and I'm 56 now. And it was like so wonderful to hear people say, you know, I, I'm going to start playing the piano again because I see you up there doing that or I'm going to 
go back to dance class or I'm going to go take singing lessons or I don't know, just yes. something that they'd wanted to do or that they'd done and then they didn't do it anymore. But I think we do have to contend with some of that in terms of like, how are we going to take that in and process that and then hopefully be an example for other women to feel good about themselves. And part of it is talking about it with each other and being able to say, yeah, you know, like I was sitting there in the premiere of Monk last week in, in you know, New York and I was like, Okay, so that's happening now. <laughs> okay, so that's happening. <laughs> you, know, like, yeah. you have to constantly be like checking yourself like, okay, you know, like yeah. unless you're going to be someone who's just addicted to plastic surgery and all that, which I which I'm not and I yeah. I want to be I just want to age gracefully and do the best with what I've been given. I love it, that. It's going to be a process of, you know, just contending with the the realities of what aging is. But also there are things about aging that are pretty freaking great. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. oh yeah. We curse all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, like there's just, there's stuff about it that you just feel so much more in your skin and, you know, you just know who you are and you know, you know that when someone's being an asshole there, that means they're an asshole. Because it's right. not you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. No, it's not you. Totally. So true. Yeah. It is crazy. Because so- even like getting into our 40s, it's weird how I've had this thing that's come across me of like, not that I don't give a shit, but it's like, if something goes on, it's like, no, like, I'm not going to deal with this. It's like, you just know who you are. You know where you're going at this point. Mm-hmm. And I just also look at life and I'm like, you know, life's too short. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to deal with this shit anymore. And I've like, have already felt that a lot. And so, and I feel like you and I have been great with like the aging process. Anyway, I'm, I'm a lot like you, like I'm going to do the best I can with what's given and mm-hmm. I'm going to do it gracefully. I'll stick with my laser treatments, do my Botox every now and then, but this is who she is, who she's going to be. And you know, we'll I take agree. it from there. I was, telling, I was telling my life coach this morning, I'm like, I just want to slow down. I just really don't want to waste energy on things that aren't needed in my life. And I was like, gosh, I must have come to a place in my life where I'm so satisfied, which I feel like aging does that. And I'm so content that I can feel that, which is a great place to be. But yeah, yeah, that was my big thing today. I'm like, I just, I want to enjoy the days. I want everything to just slow down and just... Like, uh, relax. You know? Well, and you know, Melora, like to what you said earlier. Yeah. I feel like you didn't get enough credit for what you did your season with some of the people you're going against. Cause you, you guys, what got cut right before semis or quarterfinals, like you guys went no, we were, far, we got there, right? We were, we were cut right before the finals. Oh, that's we, so yeah. You were at semifinals. semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. And you danced incredibly and beautifully. Thank I mean, you. you have legs for days. Like, it's <laughs> unreal. And so I get why people were so inspired by you because of what you could create. And I feel like sometimes they have to tell the stories more so you get the ABC yeah. viewers behind you because it's so hard, like, when they don't make the packages about that kind of stuff. You know, I remember I used to tell Artem, I'm like, you have to tell him, you have to do this. And he's like, yeah. I can't do that. And I'm <laughs> like, well, you got to go just talk to people. This is how you get people behind you. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, no. but wow. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. That's so nice of you to say. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a wonderful, it was a wonderful journey um, being on the show, but it was okay. It yeah. was fine. But I did yeah. like, I did, I will say that I did 
like being real competition for a 19 year old and an 18 year old both yeah right one was a gold medalist gymnast and one was a dancer since she was two so right I, like i like that i was real competition for that. i mean yeah honestly that's when you you're just like i don't even need the trophy i already won yeah well, and it, exactly. you know yeah exactly 100 percent. yeah i already won, I already won. yeah so. i already did that i already did yeah. that exactly well it must be incredible i mean do you ever stop and realize that you are a triple threat i mean you sing <laughs> you dance you act and obviously just with this movie golden vanity whatever you put your mind to i mean you do create gold I mean, have you ever stopped to realize that? Oh, you're so sweet. Well, uh, someone just told me that my name means golden apple. Oh, uh, my gosh. It, yeah, they were doing an interview for me with me for gold, for Golden Vanity. And he's like, yeah, I looked up your name. And I thought it was really interesting that your name is Melora. It means golden apple. And that the movie's called Golden Vanity. And that she's fleeing from the Golden Movie Awards. And Maybe that means that this is a golden moment in your career. Oh, oh my gosh, wow. yes. Amazing. Yeah, you just threaded all that together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is right. Oh my gosh, I love that. It is cool yeah. when you start to realize like the meaning of names. <laughs> well, you know, I want to talk about a reunion. So you know how Friends had their big reunion? Right. Like, was it had been two years ago? Do you think we're ever going to get that with The Office? Well, everybody wants it. Everybody yeah. asks for it. You know, Greg Daniels is the creator and he's a friend of mine. And, you know, Greg's always like, yeah, it's it's been in the work for a long time. I don't yeah. you know, he it's up to Greg. It's like when Greg yeah. wants to do it, that's right. what will happen. And if Greg doesn't want to do it, it won't happen. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people on, show up for it. And he just has I just don't think he'll make something that he doesn't think is as special as the show right. because the show had its life and you don't want to just do a repeat, right? No, I agree. Like that's what, that is what's so cool about Monk's Last Case, I have to say. I mean, people that are Monk fans, they this is not just like, oh, it's just a, a you know, hash up of the, of the series. It, it's got it's got its own, like it can stand on its own legs. I, I took my my 18 year old daughter as my date to the premiere in New York and she'd never seen the series of Monk and she was just like it stood on its own, you know, just as, as a one-off. She was really into it and thought it was a oh great show. That's another That's one I need awesome. to stream too. That's yep. on my list because a lot of people have been talking about that one as it's of late. Charming. It's just killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. on Peacock. Peacock's fun. yeah doing really great with the shows. Oh, yeah. they're getting it. They're getting like up there. Yeah, they're getting wow. on that Netflix. Yeah, I do. <laughs> they're on their tracks or whatever you call it. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. 
Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. And Malora, when people watch Golden Vanity, what is it that you want them to take away after they see it? Well... I mean, I just had this wonderful experience of at the Fort Lauderdale International Film Festival where we played it for seven days and I went to every single 
screening and did a and a afterwards. So I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to hear from the audience of what they are taking away. And I was very surprised that I think people were, people really enjoyed the ride. They, they, they really felt for her and they felt sad, but they felt, they felt also kind of, they just went on, they went on a ride, you know, feeling angry and kind of disgusted mm -hmm. and then, and then kind of like, you know, it's funny and you're laughing and then you're laughing at her and then you're laughing with her and then you're crying with her and then you're, you know, mm. and you're, 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 you're cheering for her. Like you want yeah. her, to, you know, and you, mm. I think the best reaction I got so far was a guy who at the end said, my mother is very much like that character, which when you see the movie, you'll be like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's, a lot. it's a lot, right? And, yeah. uh, and he said, and I had a lot of problems with her and something about this movie makes me feel like I can forgive her. And, oh, and that God, was so incredible. And the next morning he actually through a mutual friend that we have, he said, tell Melora that I'm still in tears. I still woke up in tears thinking about the movie. And um, it, it's just beautiful, you know? Oh. So, I mean- I, I love that. Any good entertainment, right? It just makes you feel, it might make, make you curious about your own, some of your own maybe traumas, mm -hmm. your own, you know, ways that those traumas might be playing out in your own life and your own personality and your own yeah. decisions and choices and things that you've done. And hopefully not to the extent of Mabel Montgomery Mayflower, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's what I would hope, I guess, is just- I the, love that. Yeah. And acting wise, how do you prepare for something like that? Being, I mean, one woman movie, <laughs> but how, like to play so many different emotional parts of being on that roller coaster. How, like, how do you prepare for that? Well, um, we rehearsed for two weeks and we, we literally were in a, a different location because we only had the mansion for five days. So we taped off all the, the set, and, um, because I am a dancer and, singer and an actor and a director it's like i really wanted to max and i the director worked very closely to make sure that we use the really use the space i yeah. didn't want to just be a talking head i wanted to make sure there were ways to you know be up on the furniture and down and on the floor and standing and using the space and using the stairs and using the the sort of proscenium arch and i have this incredible costume that was designed by dina appel that i brought in for she's an incredible costume designer that i worked with before and i'm very much a person who I, I also had to have an amazing wig which was done by gene weber and incredible makeup by tanya Werner. and they i really do feel that the three of them plus max abram the director and i we really together created this person who Mabel Montgomery Mayflower is because I really need to, when I play characters I need to be able to yeah. walk by a, a mirror and I need to be able to look in it and see see that person because yeah. I think because of my dancing I do work very much from the outside in and when I can see her and feel her I also had like special nails like fingernails that were that make my hands articulate a certain way and certain props that, you know, like it felt right for the character. And these are all very important things and elements to me of how you embody somebody like this mm, yeah. and create the reality of the world. Because you filmed five days. Do you just like 24 seven or you just Mabel? Like, do you just stay in character? Like even when you go home, like, well, or no, do because, you... you know, I'm a mom. And I mean, my Good kids point. were, you know, we filmed this actually a few years ago. And with indie film, sometimes it takes time to 
you know, you can't get it into the world until you can get into the world. They just didn't yeah, have right. they didn't have the wherewithal, whatever. So my kids were younger and I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't, I don't have the luxury of being that indulgent mm-hmm. with my projects. I mean, yeah. I have to come home and be a, a wife and a mother and a friend and those things that, that, that's, you know, that's who I am. So when yeah, I'm, at, I love that. I'm doing, I'm doing the work. And then when I'm at home, I'm doing Melora and they're different. And so, yeah, I, we would do 45 minute long takes sometimes, this, you know, this is a lot of talking and sometimes we would, that would be the take that you see and we'd maybe go in and just do a little pickup here and there, but you'll see when you see it, that there's pieces that don't cut, you know, and that's, yeah. oh, I love that. you're seeing what you get. There's no cuts. And then I would just take a break. Like it's just me. So I'd go, I'm going to go have a little nap or I'm going to go have a bite to eat or I'm going to go have a meditate for 15 minutes, you know? Yeah. So it was great. And one of the things that was fun about being a one person, you know, movie was that I didn't have to deal with anyone else's bullshit. Right. So, I mean, so if, someone, if anyone was having a bad day, well, no. that's fine. I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually nice. Myself. So yeah, yeah, that was kind of nice. I have to yeah. Say. So stress free. Right. Honestly. Yeah. I am so excited to see oh yeah see it. It's literally you and I I We're think popping this weekend, open a good yes, red. Good red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and I are gonna be together. Yes. Is there any quote or mantra or anything you live by that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Well yeah. But I'm gonna have to pull it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And in the meantime, if people want to know where a golden vanity is going to land and how they can see it, if you're not in L.A. right now, December 11th through the 17th, it's at Cine Lounge on Sunset for seven days. But you can always follow me on Instagram at Melora D. Harden. Um, and also you can go to my website, melora.com, and you can see all about my, my, my wallpaper line that I just launched. And you can follow about golden vanity, too. Oh, yeah, because we wanted to talk about that. Which, Me? by the way, I'm going to go look because I'm obsessed with wallpaper. And really? Yes, obsessed. You like my wallpaper. I okay, mean, it's like bold, big, bold statement things. Oh, it's, yes. It's like love. art on your wall. It's not, you know, it's not It's not like repeating patterns. Yeah. No, Ooh, I love But that. I love that. Okay. Oh, we got a good take a lance. And what's it called? It's called Storyboards by Melora Hardin. Oh, cute! Oh, yeah. And at the moment, you can just get it on my on my uh, on my website, melora.com. That's at the moment, you know. Until nice, I perfect. Life brand a partner to do. Yeah, expand. I love it. Right. But, yeah, that's yeah. great. So, and for our listeners, we'll put in all the links in the bio so you thank can you click them. So much. Yes. Okay, so this is specific to uh, this is Martha Graham uh, giving advice to Agnes DeMille, two of our greatest modern uh, dance choreographers and dancers um, of the 20th century. They're um, incredible. There is a vitality, a life force, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and will be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good it is, nor how valuable it is, nor how it compares with other expressions. It is your business to keep it yours clearly and directly to keep the channel open. You do not even have to believe in yourself or your work. You have to keep open and aware directly to the urges that motivate you. Keep the channel open. No artist is pleased. There is no satisfaction whatever at any time. There is only a queer divine dissatisfaction 
a blessed unrest that keeps us marching and makes us more alive than the others. Wow. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's deep. I'm not sure I agree with the part about there's no satisfaction at any time, because I actually think there is. And I also, the divine dissatisfaction, I understand what she means by the divine dissatisfaction. I certainly have felt that. Um, And the blessed unrest that keeps us marching, I certainly agree with that. But um, but I just love the idea of just we are, you know, we are meant to be vessels. We're not meant to be constantly pulling on the steering wheel and jerking it to the left and the right. We're meant to be here to be giving whatever is ours to give. And that could be yeah. that you're growing a beautiful garden that the neighborhood gets to walk by and, and see, you know, in the morning mm-hmm. going to work or whatever. So um, it, it can be so many things. And, and I just would say that it's such an important time right now in history to people to connect to, to what it is that they are giving and to stay connected to, to just the natural, the natural world as much as possible. Cause we live so much on screens. And so that's, yeah, that would I be. I love that. Wow. Well, it's I actually love that. so crazy. Cause when I told you, I was talking to my life coach this morning, I, a lot I was saying is I want to slow down to just figure out, am I giving my purpose why I'm here mm-hmm. to people? Because sometimes I'm moving too fast. I feel like I'm almost confused and I'm lost of what did I just do? Like, wait, what just happened? And I don't want to feel that anymore. I want to feel whatever it is I'm supposed to give. Like you were saying, I, I want to live that purpose and I Uh, do, I want to have that open channel and feel it and give it. I agree. Yeah. Cause I feel at times when you say like, not meant to jerk it to the left or to the right. And I feel like I am, I have such I don't want to say it's like I have a bossy personality or controlling, but I like to be, (laughs) I knew you were going to say bossy, but I, I'm the older twin. How about that? But I do like to be in control of me. I think that's why I was like never a drug addict because I never wanted to do drugs and not be in control of myself. And I feel like though at times I get it though, when it comes to career or mothering or how, like where I see life should be. I feel like I get too controlling of that with my emotions and that messes with just give what you're supposed to give. With the bursting joy. And I'm just trying to work on that, but it's hard for me. Yeah. Well, I also have an incredible life coach and he says, children are the physical manifestation of the unresolved issues of their parents. Oh, wow. Uh, so whenever my kids would act out or something was not clicking, I would really, I really took that to heart and I would look to myself because what happens with children that I think is so fascinating, I'm just thinking in terms of like what you're saying, Nikki, too, about like being too controlling is like, if you look to yourself, I think sometimes you find where you might be, as you said, maybe too controlling or you might be not asking for what you need, or you might not be communicating what you want, or you might be, you know, and I feel like when you kind of address whatever your thing is, when you get, you get silent, you maybe meditate, you talk to a life coach, you talk to a best friend, sister or whatever, and you get freed up and you get to go, okay, I'm going to settle into this place that's softer, Mm -hmm. less harsh on myself because However we are in the world, we're twice that hard on ourselves secretly, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like the softer we can get on ourselves in private moments, the softer we're going to be to our world, to our to our people we work with, people we live with, people we love. And 
you just find, I found that I think the world reflects back to you that work, you know, mm -hmm. so like the finding of your purpose or the finding of like the less control, I think it is about softening. It's not about muscling. Like we can't mm -hmm. muscle these things. We have to just, we have to ease into them and allow for them rather than push for them. We have to allow for them. Yeah. I just think that's an amazing thing. And it's incredible as a parent, you watch your kids and they just, you do those corrections, those self-corrections, and you don't even have to say anything. They just, they just start behaving differently because you've wow. done the work. Yeah, and that I agree is with you. the best reason to do the work, right? Right. Oh my gosh. Everybody around you, it's beautiful. Everyone's, everyone benefits. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, it's so benefits. true. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be sitting in that tonight. I'm going to be sitting about in that. That was great. Well, it's good. like I need a journal and like write it out. I'm going, yeah. you know, yeah. like times <laughs> that I feel like, why am I doing that? Okay. This is probably, you yeah. know, because of why. That's great. Can I give you two inspirations? Yeah, yes. oh, we would love it. Love it. This is a good one. <laughs> So this is Barbara Streisand. Oh, wow. Been in film speech in 1992. Welcome to the year of the woman. We've come a long way. Not too long ago, we were called dolls, tomatoes, chicks, babes, and broads. We've graduated to being called tough cookies, foxes, bitches, and witches. I guess <laughs> that's progress. Language gives us an insight into the way women are viewed in a male-dominated society. Take our business, for example though I'm sure this would hold true for women in positions of power in any field. A man is commanding. A woman is demanding. A man is forceful. A woman is pushy. A man is uncompromising. A woman is a ball breaker. A man is a perfectionist. A woman's a pain in the ass. He's assertive. She's aggressive. He strategizes. She manipulates. He shows leadership. She's controlling. He's committed. She's obsessed. He's persevering. She's relentless. He sticks to his guns. She's stubborn. If a man wants to get it right, he's looked up to and respected. If a woman wants to get it right, she's difficult and impossible. Wow. Oh, wow. I, that's the, that's the, major. I have goosebumps Me everywhere. Like went through like the scalp, right? Wow. That's beautiful. And yet it's so true. That is amazing. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty great stuff. Yeah. So anyway, we've come a long oh, way and we, we still have. have ways to go. But yes, we do. <laughs> it's so true. Who would have thought in 2023 about to be 2024? I know. We still have a ways to go, but we have come a long way, which is mm -hmm. the, the good way of yeah. thinking about it too. Oh my We're, God. This was such a treat. Thank I you know, so much, Melora. Such a treat, Melora. <laughs> yeah, and oh. good luck to everything. Oh, I I have a very strong feeling you're going to get distribution. So oh, oh, I my just gosh, know it. Totally. Yeah, someone's going to find it. It's a pretty special movie. I can't it's, imagine that they're not going to want it to be somewhere, somewhere on some streaming, thumping, something, some platform. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, though, what, whoever it is, will be lucky to have it. That's yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, everyone. Have a great holiday week and make sure to go to melora.com to look for limited runs of Golden Vanity. Also, you can catch her streaming now on Peacock, Mr. Monk's Last Case, a Monk movie. You can find Melora on Instagram at Melora Hardin. Well, y'all know about Monday nights. It's Barmageddon. That's right, on the USA Network, 11 p.m. Eastern. You're going to see Chris Hardwick take on Rob Riggle. And I mean, I don't need, I don't even think I need to tell you guys how funny it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be a hilarious. Hilarious. Episode. Was a lot of fun to film. So make sure to tune in to Barmageddon tonight. 
And we will have, all right, now this Wednesday, we're going to keep on twinning with Brittany and Whitney from Twin Love. That's right. And if you have not watched Twin Love, make sure to stream it now on Prime Video or Amazon Freebie.